seizure monitoring. Seizure clusters connect, bringing our community information and support for seizure survivors living with clusters of seizures. And trusted trainer, guardian of the night canine, the trainer we prefer to use to provide the nation with highly trained seizure service canines. Powerful prayer goes out this week continually. I want you to pray in your own way this week to these members as we lift them up. Katie, Lisa, Jasmine, Jennifer, Corey, Karen, Priscilla, Leah, Kay, Jason, Whitney, and Eli. These are just a few names in current need within the loving arms of National Seizure Disorders Foundation. You have a seizure-related need, please reach out to NSDF, and I promise we will reach back. As stated earlier, the staffing guests of NSDF Power Radio are not medical professionals. Anything you hear on NSDF Power Radio or read in the written resources given during our show are for your own awareness and support. Should you be so inclined to take action, please discuss any changes to your diet, your medical routine, your self-care routine, or your exercise routine with your own medical team. NSDF is not responsible for the decisions made or the growth experienced by individuals listening today, tomorrow, and into the future. So tonight we'll delve into the transformation of NSDF Power Radio. Yes, folks, we are growing. With health, with healthy growth comes transformation. And to serve you best, we are transforming to a new program called Zoom. We'll have David on later to explain exactly how wonderful Zoom is. Now you'll be able to participate by video by audio, or by listening to the recording. It's going to be your choice, and it's going to work seamlessly. The process will be smooth and easy. And to guide you to next Wednesday's Power Radio, Jason will be posting the simple instructions. Now, along with this transformation of program platform, we will also be introducing a better way to serve you by delving into the big topics related to living with seizures. Topics, to my knowledge, that no one is talking about. Topics that will help you become self-sufficient and health-sufficient. While I have your attention today, I'd like to spend a few moments on a few of the topics. This will be easy, as we will not get too deep into the conversations of each topic. We're just dipping our toes into the flow of all that will help us grow and listening to what you have to say as you participate today. So, uh, so let's hear about a few of these topics, shall we? Topics such as personal responsibility and seizure disorder. 
well, what's that? You might think, uh, I didn't bring this seizure disorder on myself. Well, you may not have caused the seizure disorder in your life. You may not want it in your life. You may not have allowed it in your life. But you still can take personal responsibility for your own seizure disorder in order to begin walking the journey to positive seizure management. Another topic is acceptance of seizure disorder. Many times, those that have not um, experienced acceptance, they fight against it, they fight against it. And what do they get? They get more and more seizures. This is both because they haven't accepted it yet and because of the stress that it causes, both physically and, and mentally, in, um, in not accepting it, and because words are powerful. As long as they keep talking about this, this horrible seizure disorder that they have, that they're not going to accept, those words will keep manifesting into their life, and they will continue with the seizures without that positive seizure management. So another topic will be acceptance of stigma. Now, I might ruffle some feathers here, but again, just like with acceptance of seizure disorder, if we don't get to the place where we accept that people out there, that the public, even our own thoughts are going to, um, are going to have different opinions about seizure disorder, you know, people are going to make fun of us. Our own thoughts are going to fight against positive seizure management. When we begin to accept that, um, that for the world that's a reality, it just happens, then we can start to make a difference where stigma is concerned. But acceptance must come first. That doesn't mean that we welcome it or that it's okay. It just means that we accept that it, uh, it exists and something needs to be done about it. So another topic is allowing awareness so that we can, allowing awareness so that we can grow and, and so that our cause can grow. You know, that's something that I noticed um, many, many years ago with cancer, especially breast cancer. A lot of people in the beginning, uh, they didn't, they didn't uh, want to allow the awareness to grow. They wanted to keep it hush-hush. Nobody said the word breast in public. You know, it was too personal. Uh, many people, you know, they just felt uncomfortable. That's, that's a good word to describe it. They felt uncomfortable about it. And so um, for many years, people were dying from breast cancer because uh, the awareness just wasn't growing. And then finally, someone stepped up and someone started to allow the awareness to grow. They did it in a way that was comfortable and even kind of fun for the general public. And so that's, uh, that will eventually be some topics that we will be talking about is how to um, allow awareness to grow in even kind of a fun way sometimes. You know, so stick around in, in the uh, weeks to come and uh, really get involved when we talk about allowing awareness to grow. Another topic is opening our own eyes to SUDEP. 
now, it's um, it's pretty common knowledge in the seizure disorders community worldwide that our doctors aren't going to talk to us about SUDEP. And you know, death is a pretty scary topic for many, many people. But if you or loved one experience uncontrolled seizures, if you experience unpredictable seizures, or if you experience seizures and other health issues, whether they've been diagnosed or not, you know, you're at a risk or your loved one's at a risk for SUDEP. So it needs to be talked about. We need to open our eyes. And we need to open our eyes not only to ways that we can prevent it, but ways that we can accept it, ways that we can um, say, I realize this might be in my future, this might be in my life, loved one's future. Now what can I do to create an atmosphere that will bring all of us better days until a cure is found? Another topic <laughs> will be medical marijuana. Now, we're going to be talking about um, the fact that it may be a GMO product. Have you ever thought about that? Those that are advocating for medical marijuana, you know, if, if it's for some, it's for some. It's not particularly for me because I know it won't help me. You know, that, that has been uh, medically proven for me personally. So it's just something that I don't choose to do. And, um, and I want to really put it out there in the weeks to come about the fact that it may be a GMO product. So for those that have GMO triggers, have they thought about that? Have they thought about how they react or, or their children react? You know, um, I just want to get people thinking about me medical marijuana, not in the sense that laws need to be passed or everyone needs to try it, something like that, but just thinking about it thinking about how is it made, have, have there been tests on, on the triggers, on the fact that it uh, may be a GMO product. You know, I want to really get people thinking about that. So um, in the weeks and months to come, you'll find that we're going to be talking about these topics. Sometimes we might have a show where we're just talking about one topic. Sometimes we might touch on two or three. And sometimes it might be something completely different. But I promise you, it will always be on a big topic. Now, this may shake some people, you know, but sometimes life calls for shaking up. Sometimes that's, what's gro that's what growth is all about. It's much like, much like a um, physical human pregnancy. You know, there's a gestation period, and then there's a period of labor that's uncomfortable. And there's a period of delivery that's even more uncomfortable, you know, kicking and screaming type stuff, you know. And then there's that blissful moment that that child is born. And that's what I see we're doing here at National Seizure Disorders Foundation. And that's what we're sharing with you through Power Radio. So I would like to, um, I'd like to take some time today and listen to you. What have you got to say? What have you got to say about those topics coming up? And do you have an idea for big topics that you would like to hear from? If you're listening in tonight, 
go ahead and speak up if you're not listening in tonight, if you're listening in uh, during the future. Go ahead and connect with us on our website at nsdf.us or through our Facebook page at facebook.com nsdf37029 or look us up on Google Plus, National Seizure Disorders Foundation. Be sure and leave a comment and one of our leaders will get back with you right away because when you reach out to National Seizure Disorders Foundation, we would we reach back. So with that being said, um, David, if you're still on, can you explain the ease of Zoom for our listeners tonight? I, I certainly can. First of all, I, I want to point out that not only is the format of our Wednesday night radio show changing, but the title is getting a little bit of a modification as well. And this show will now be called the NSDF Weekly Wake-Up Call. And as you've heard from Perfect Tanya, there's some topics that we think are going to wake some folks up. And I think, and, and we can't wait for your feedback on those big topics. And it's going to be very interesting to see what happens when we come from one key place. The key place is this. What change do I want to see in my world? And we are going to be giving you, our listeners and our participants, the direct opportunity to be the change that you want to see in our world on this program. That's a a marvelous opportunity. And to make it easy, we are changing formats from the current format, which is TalkShoe Radio, to a new format called Zoom. We're going to zoom in and we're going to zoom out. And it's going to be easy. And it's going to be so easy to be able to access all NSDF programming starting next week Monday. Actually, it already started on Thursday night <laughs> with uh, with uh, tools of letting go mastermind. Uh, but Zoom is a very simple program, and the great thing is, no matter what NSDF show that you want to access, whether it be our Monday night Power Hour or our Wednesday night uh, radio or our Wednesday night um, show or our Thursday night show, it doesn't matter what night, it's always going to be the same simple URL, the same simple website address, and or the same simple phone number and access code. Those will stay the same, making it easy. And since all of our shows are currently at the same time of day, it leads to less confusion and much more ease of access. Just preliminary feedback has shown us from our test has shown us that the, when when you come on and you use video, your 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 video experience will be cleaner and easier on the eyes, reducing seizure triggers, and that. Your experience as far as the sound quality is going to increase 
And our ability on the back end of the show to be able to record and share with others and get this now, you can share our shows with all of your loved ones and friends. How exciting is that? So this change, this move forward, this new revolution at NSDF, moving into zooming in and zooming out, it's about to help you become the change that you want to see in our world. How exciting is that, terrific, Tanya? Wow, that's wonderful. You know, I can't wait. It just, just hearing you talk about it raises my energy level and uh, <laughs> makes me want to go ahead and extend the show. <laughs> yeah. Can we just switch over to the format right now? Everybody? No, no. I, <laughs> next week is early enough. Okay. <laughs> yes, sometimes we have to, we have to um, remind ourselves moderation and all things. <laughs> and so with that being said, uh, Susan, do we have anyone on the line uh, ready to participate tonight? We have um, Jason's on the line. Um, and uh, Jen, I believe her name was, from Massachusetts, is on the line. Okay. Okay. Jason, why don't you speak up and tell the people your experience of uh, Zoom? Well, what I've noticed was a much, much different um, uh, clarity as far as, um, as far as, um, it's much clearer, uh, much smoother um, video quality, um, and you don't have that uh, compared to Google Hangouts. You don't have that garbled sound like uh, like the old uh, two Campbell soup cans on a string trying to talk to your neighbor across across the yard. Uh, it is crystal clear. I mean, I've had, I use my Android phone a lot, and it works on Android very, very well. Um, I've even used it on my laptop, which we're talking like, one meg a second of connection, and it worked very well on that. So, I mean, for even slower connections, Zoom works very well. Wow, that's good to know. So was it a long and complicated process when you first got set up with Zoom? Absolutely not. Wonderful, wonderful. That's so good to know. And it's good to know that, you know, you pointed out that uh, we could even use it on our Android devices because I know many of us out there have that concern. So thank you for sharing that. Hey, Tanya, we have uh, Lisa online, and then we have 
uh, Jane from Massachusetts, and we also have somebody just calling from East Virginia. I'm hoping okay. it's Lowell, but not sure. <laughs> okay, okay. Massachusetts, you want to speak up and uh, introduce yourself and let us know what's going on? Hi. Yeah, this um, is Clinton from East Virginia. Uh, East Virginia, can you hold on for a moment? We've got Massachusetts speaking. Go ahead, Massachusetts. Uh, I'm Jan from Massachusetts, and um, doing good. I uh, I like the Zoom. I think it's great. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. So you plan to be uh, joining us more often for these power shows? Yeah, I already got Zoom set up. Good, 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 good. And uh, so East Virginia, you wanted to uh, speak up? East Virginia, are you still there? Yes, this is Clinton. Yeah, Clinton. So what have you got to share with us this week? Uh, Well, I've been having a couple of problems. Well, it's been... I guess technical difficulties calling in the last couple of weeks, uh, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm noticing now it's a lot louder, clearer, crystal clear. <laughs> uh, but I didn't realize that it was actually the time for change. But I just recently noticed that the time has changed to 8:30 Eastern Standard Time. Yes. And I continue to listen and observe and learn what I can. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, we appreciate having you here. And uh, beginning next week, we will be at the same time. That would be 8.30 Eastern Standard Time. And uh, we'll be on the new platform that you'll be hearing more and more about, and that is Zoom. And I promise it will be an easy transition. Okay? Okay. All right. So, Lisa, uh, did you want to speak up and uh, join the conversation? Susan, is Lisa on chat? Yeah, she's on chat, and she said the new Zoom program is pretty cool, and she said it's much easier to watch and smoother. Good, good, good. That's good to know, and I know um, a lot of our people that are listening today, tomorrow, and into the future will take comfort in knowing that um, those seizure triggers may be reduced because it has less of a flicker, less of bright lights, and, and less of um, uh, what I call fuzz, you know, that, that visual disruption that you can get with uh, a lower quality uh, reception. So many of those things will be avoided. I believe many of the audio and connectivity issues will also be avoided. So I'm looking forward to um, better and better shows into the future, and those shows for those of you uh, just tuning in, those will be our power shows here at NSDF, and they are Monday night uh, with the NSDF Power Hour at uh, 7.30 Central, 8.30 Eastern, and Wednesday night, NSDF Weekly Wake-Up Call. That's our new name here at Power Radio, the Weekly Wake-Up Call, 7.30 Central and 8.30 Eastern, and then Thursday night, we have NSDF Tools of Letting Go 
7.30 Central, 8.30 Eastern. You see the flow? You see how easy that is? And now each of those shows will be on a much better platform that will provide not only ease of getting there, but that will reduce uh, the risk of seizure trigger and will provide ease throughout your day. So in a sense, we are making your life more awesome than it already is. That's exciting to think about. So now I see that we are at the top of the hour. Oh, David, have you got anything else to add to us tonight? Yes, Tanya, I do. You know, sometimes, okay, the right the, sometimes the top of the hour gets confusing because actually our top of the hour is the bottom of the hour now since we started yeah, at 30 past, so it can be kind of confusing sometimes. You know, we think, boy, did the time fly by that fast? And now, now we have another half an hour yet. Um, <laughs> one of the things that uh, has come up uh, for me that's been very, very exciting as, as the Executive Vice President of National Seizure Disorders Foundation is that as we get better at practicing what we preach, and in case you all didn't know, one of the things that we preach here at National Seizure Disorders Foundation is personally, personally being the change that we want to see in the world. And it's tied into what Tanya was talking about with those big subjects like personal responsibility. Ooh, that sounds kind of scary, you know. Personal responsibility, you mean I'm responsible for everything in my life? Well, somebody has to be. And the cool thing is that God gave us all just as much as, you know, the, the capability to handle anything that comes our way. You know, so these are just some of the thoughts that come to my mind. And I'm looking so forward to addressing the big topics, giving the support necessary to be able to step into that risky space sometimes, and also moving forward knowing that as an organization and as a movement, we are creating the change that we want to see in the world. We're creating the opportunity to break stigma one person at a time, that we're creating the space and the, and the, and the team and the organization and the support system to create what our great friend Lowell uh, and Lowell Evans, the writer, the, the, the author of the book, The Village, to create the village where every person is supported and loved and nurtured as we grow into the largest, most people-friendly seizure disorders foundation on planet Earth where everyone's voice is heard, everyone's needs are supported, and sometimes we even get our wants in life. Now, isn't that juicy? <laughs> yes, it sure is. That goes right hand in hand with what I was saying earlier about um, these programs through National Seizure Disorders Foundation, teaching everyone that participates self-sufficiency and health sufficiency. It is possible to be at your peak health and still live with seizures. Now, how do you do that? Well, stick around. That's for another show. It is possible to be self-sufficient. Now, what is that? And how do you do that? 
again, stick around. That's for another show. I look forward to everyone coming back to uh, not only listen to how you do those things, you know, not only listen to what we have to say about it, but also to participate. I want to hear what you have to say about these things. Do you think it's possible to have personal responsibility for your seizure disorder? Do you think it's possible to accept your seizure disorder? Do you think it's possible to accept stigma? Do you think it's possible to open your own eyes to SUDEP? Do you think it's possible to be self-sufficient or health-sufficient? And for those that think it's possible, is it something you want in your life? Do you have a desire, a burning desire, to be self-sufficient? Not just to have money, not just to have someone give you something, not just to have someone hear your voice or, or, um, or give you a little bit of uh, sympathy or, self or, or pity, but actually to be self-sufficient, to stand proud and say, this is my life. I'm living it the way I want to, and I'm living it to the best of my ability. You can do that, and I know you can do that because I myself have come from a place of not knowing what it meant to be self-sufficient, not knowing what it meant to be health-sufficient. And then I developed that burning desire one day, not too long ago. It was probably a little over a year or two years ago. I developed that deep burning desire. I wanted to be self-sufficient. Now, now. I am quite aware of my own limitations, and I am quite aware of my own health limitations. But you know, I can still be self-sufficient. I can still be health-sufficient, and I can still live with positive seizure management. And so can you. So follow us on our journey and allow us to show you how. That being said, is there anyone waiting on the line? Hey, Tanya. Um, Lisa just um, messaged and said it took her a lot of time to reach acceptance of her disorder and a new way of life. And now she's pretty comfortable being herself. And it, wow. You know, after taking a, you know, a while. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What a great testimony. You know, Lisa, your words give people hope. There are people out there listening today, tomorrow, and into the future that have no hope, that think that they are a prisoner of their seizure disorder, that, um, that haven't even begun to accept it. They, they actually feel if they don't accept it, if they pretend it's not there, it will magically go away, you know, or it won't affect them as much. They can go on and be like um, the other members of society that aren't affected by seizures, but your story gives them hope, gives them hope that they can accept their own seizure disorder and uh, everything will be all right. In fact, everything will be better. So thank you for sharing that with us. Uh, Tanya, I had one thing. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, uh, again, this is uh, David. And 
I just wanted to chime in that um, someone who is not on chat and is not on the call right now, but who has become a real powerful voice in the seizure disorders community on on the NSDF um, support center, just I just this message just came, and I'm going to paraphrase as best I can. Um, okay. uh, a real powerful influence, and, and, and folks, you can look this gentleman up. He's um, very unique. He has some very cutting-edge ideas about seizure disorder and his own treatment of his own seizure disorder. His name is Mr. James Davis, and James is a member of our NSDF um, uh, Support Center community on Facebook. And James, uh, you know, he has a couple of hot topics that he's thinking about, you know, in terms of things that we could address right here on this show come moving forward. And one of them is possibly even campaigning for a different month for seizure awareness. James' experience has been that most of most people experience high stress during the holidays, January and just December and January. And he is suggesting we might want to change Caesar Awareness Month to January <laughs> to take a look at that, to bring awareness in a way to uh, bring heighten our awareness of how stress relates to seizure disorder. And wow. he's thinking that if we can really tackle that stress thing, that if we can really do um, focus on and come up with better stress reduction methodology and better practice of stress reduction and better practice of peace that we can we could wouldn't it be great if one day we could have no seizures on Thanksgiving and Christmas the two the two most high stress holidays of the year how cool yeah. would that be so i wanted to bring that to us to to everybody that uh, from Mr. James Davis, and you can friend him on Facebook and thank him for his input. There's also a very powerful post, um, a comment right underneath our NSDF Power Radio Show on the uh, NSDF Support Center page that you can go to and like and show show James your appreciation for his uh, cutting edge and uh, somewhat, you know, controversial uh, input. <laughs> we, you know, James, we, Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. James, I just wanted to tell you, uh, in case you're out there listening, uh, I do appreciate so much that uh, that idea. It was something I never even thought of before. So, wow, thank you for making me aware. Thank you for opening my eyes. And, yes, we will make this one of the big topics that we will be discussing into the future. You know, it may not happen the year 2015, but there are always possibilities. You know, there's nothing better than addressing stress management. Uh, and it's because it's one of those things that's so underrated. So many people mm -hmm. think that it's woo-woo, that it's out there, that it's, that it's a big mystery on uh, that, 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 um, oh, you know, that stress reduction stuff. That's for, that's for psychiatrists, psychologists to deal with. Oh, no, ladies and gentlemen. That's for you and I to, to deal with. That's for you and I to roll up our sleeves and take personal responsibility for. <laughs> and yeah. uh, that's the direction we are moving here in NS, with NSDF. And we, our three programs, we work on that. That's our key. Our key is that we're, we're working on stress reduction. We're working on feeling good most of the time. 
and watching how that positively impacts our seizure disorder and the rest of our life and our relationships and everything else. <laughs> it's all tied together. Wow. wow, thank you so much for that input and thank you for bringing James' um, comment to our awareness. That really helps. That really helps out tonight. So do we have anyone else? Jason, did you want to add to the conversation? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just one of those things that uh, Mr. Davis really brought one of those things that, I mean, most people talk about stress, but, I mean, it's one of those things that is kind of like a no-brainer that it kind of skips most over most of us, and we don't even realize it. That is true. That is true. And and true. And two, if you think about it, society teaches us from a very, very, very young age that the only ones um, educated enough, the only ones qualified enough to handle stress reduction, are the professionals, the quote unquote professionals those doctors, those psychiatrists, those psychologists. And and the only way that you can handle stress reduction is to do what they say. And most of the time, those doctors, the first thing they'll do is prescribe a pill. And oftentimes, not only does that not do anything for stress, but that can lead to more problems. So I'm glad that and we hear... Yeah, I'm glad that we here at National Seizure Disorders Foundation are heading on a path that will um, increase the awareness that uh, we need to reduce stress, and and I'm glad that we're offering more and more tools that will reduce the stress of those that are affected by seizures, whether they be children or adults, and those caregivers, yeah, those family members that care about those people living with seizures. So if you're a caregiver out there listening and uh, you find yourself at the end of your rope, you find yourself stressed out or burnout, I want you to reach out. Reach out to National Seizure Disorders Foundation, and we will lead you through stress reduction. We'll take baby steps. It's nothing too hard and it's nothing too fast. We believe in slow transformation as we grow. And so now does... uh, is there anyone else on the line that wants to be heard tonight? Hey, Tanya, I have two things. This is Susan. Um, okay. First thing is, hello to all the metalheads that, that are going to be tuning in in the future. <laughs> and then second is, uh, Lisa had said, um, also, um, seasonal affective disorder is more typical with people with disabilities. Um, her son has it who has severe migraines that's dealing with that. So that's another thing that ties into like maybe the time of year, maybe like December and January when the sun isn't out as much or whatever. Mm-hmm. Food for thought. Yes, that is very common. In fact, I myself went through um, uh, years of, of SAD is what they call it seasonally affective disorder, and I didn't recognize it as that until until I really began journaling it out and pinpointing it down. 
and then I realized that it had to do with seasons and how I corrected mine was I delved into my diet. I looked into those things that I was eating, those comfort foods that people uh, tend to eat more during those seasons where we have less sunlight and more seasonally affective disorder. And once I cut those things out of my diet, I had less and less effects of SAD. And now, um, as of about probably a year ago, I've been completely free, cured, as they say in the medical field. So thank you so much, Lisa, for bringing that to our attention. We will add that to our topics, of, um, <clears throat> to our big topics here at National Seizure Disorders Foundation, and you will be hearing more and more about that and the therapies that go along with the comorbid diseases such as SAD. And we had two people join us from California. Oh, okay, California. Who do we have from California? Would you mind uh, speaking up with your first name? How do we unmute? And what have you had to share with us? Hey, California, you're not, you're not on mute. Go ahead and... Uh, you can share. We don't know how to unmute. You are not muted. Oh, okay. I'm not from California. I'm from Manitoba. Um, hey, Chris. Chris. Yeah, we made it. I got <laughs> Chris and I on here. We were we were confused Hi. about when Soul's Course Blog Talk Radio was starting, so we didn't know if if we were going to be getting uh-huh. on. But anyway, um, yeah, I find that winter. Although I like winter. I, I like long nights and short days. I think it's just that's just the way I am because I'm from Norway. So I'm used to it being dark a lot, and I find it more peaceful during the winter. Everything's kind of in a solitary state. There's not a lot of activity. There's a lot more serenity than in the summertime, you know, especially if you live in the city and it's all noisy and people are out gallivanting and lots of traffic and stuff. But in the wintertime, nobody wants to be outside. Yeah. So I think that it's uh, it's it's I like winter a lot mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for that reason. It's just so calm and and serene and you know it's almost like everything in a stasis kind of and it's it's just peaceful. I like winter. Yeah. It's probably my favorite season. Many people share that view, um, but uh, what what many people don't realize is in the winter, just because the the sun is not out enough. The days are not long enough, and we are not out in the sun enough. Many of us that are already depleted in vitamin D, we don't get the vitamin D we need from the sun, and being unaware, we don't take vitamin D in pill form, and that can uh, change our brain chemistry, and that can increase our depression. And then suddenly we are stuck in seasonally affective disorder, which is a and an uncontrolled depression that happens during those seasons. So, yes, it's a good thing to love the peacefulness of wintertime. You know, it's a good thing. Uh, Just be aware of your own body chemistry, be aware of your own levels, and be aware of your own emotions. If if you notice that uh, you happen to be sad more often than you were in the past, then do seek medical attention get your levels drawn, see what your level vitamin D 
is at and uh, and have that treated. And that's for everyone, not just for our callers. That's for everyone listening today, tomorrow, and into the future. Because when you have low blood levels of any vitamin or mineral, it can lead to some pretty nasty complications. So thank you for calling in. And uh, do we have Kareem on the line also? I'm here. Oh, Kareem, thank you so much for joining us. You got anything to add to the conversation? I would say summer is my favorite time because the longer there's more sunshine. And then you buy vitamins in the winter or other types of food or, or supplements to get their vitamin D. I mean, it does get hot and I sweat. It's a lot nicer to be outside when the sun's out. And I know it has a psychological effect because I notice when the sun's out, people are earlier, people are in better moods and things go smoother besides being big cities and stuff. Yes, that is true. That is good true. input. Very good input. Very good input. And thank you, too, joining us all the way from Canada. Thank you so much. I think Kareem's from California, and I think um, and I think uh, Chris is from Manitoba. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Well, I don't know why. I guess because I've spoken with both of them at the same time, you know, and I'm still, <laughs> caught, up the, I'm still caught up in the mystery of technology. You know, I'm yeah. thinking they're you know, in the same room, that sort of thing. <laughs> you can correct me if I'm wrong, Kareem. Actually, <laughs> Pennsylvania. <laughs> Pennsylvania. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Uh, well, you've got company. You've got company on the line, then. Our, our Jason is from. PA as well, so that's pretty cool. Uh, but um, it's terrific, Tanya. One of the things that I that as we unroll our as we roll out a kind of our you know our hot topics for those winter months, one of the yeah. things that you know we're going to be doing a lot more of here on on this show with a hot topic is what foods what foods are good are good are are good foods to address seasonal affective disorder and some of these other things that are related to seizure disorder. You know, and um, we're going to be talking about some interesting foods with some interesting colors. <laughs> so it's going to be really fun uh, to get into some of those things and to bring on some of our, you know, some of the people that, that support NSDF in big ways to be able to share some of those insights and some of the joys of, uh, of creative uh, cooking and creative nutrition yeah, in, in ways that uh, really, really address these noise seasonal affective disorder in a very positive way. Yes. Yes. Wow, I'm so excited for these shows coming up. <laughs> and I want to encourage all of you listening today, tomorrow, and into the future to invite someone, invite many someones, invite all of your friends and family to tune in to the future NSDF weekly wake-up call Wednesday nights, 7.30 Central Standard, 8.30 Eastern Standard. The more, the merrier. <laughs> I, I did have one more plug. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, we were just hearing from a couple of young men, um, uh, Chris Peters and, uh, and Cream Mays, and they are, they are partners, and they have a wonderful program that you can tune into. Uh, and it, you, can, you can find it on YouTube, and you can, you can find it 
on Google Plus. It's called the Entrepreneur Power Hour, and it's on Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern Time. And if you have any entrepreneurial endeavor, any any bone in your body that says, I want to do something different, I want to be outside the box, those, those guys are awesome. And they have a great show with hot topics of their own that are designed to help pull you out of your shell and help you to become more. And so uh, I highly endorse uh, what they're now, Chris and, and uh, Kareem are supporters of the National Seizure Disorders Foundation in a very big way. They they provide terrific Tanya and I with part of our support system in becoming, you know, more, in becoming, you know, more of what we do best. And uh, we're very excited to have their presence, to have their friendship, and also to be able to share their goodness and uh, to help them expand as well. Wow, that is what I call a power plug, David. Thank you so much <laughs> for sharing that. Thank you. Thank you so much, Chris. Yes. And so, uh, as we approach the uh, top of the hour, bottom of the hour, whatever you want to consider it, uh, <laughs> if there are no one else uh, waiting to speak up, we'll just go ahead and close. Susan, do we have anyone else on the line? Hello. Yeah, this, this is Lowell. How you doing? Well, hello, Lowell. Yes. Hi, uh, Lowell. How, how are you? So good you to have you, Lowell. Thanks for coming uh, yeah, in. I, Thank you. I, I'd um, have some running around to do today, and um, I'd contact Jason. Said I'd be late calling in, but I just want to touch base with y'all and um, let you know things are going really good. Um, I've been in contact with some people with the Epilepsy Foundation, and they're beginning to uh, see a lot more of what's going on with the uh, with the people around us that have epilepsy. We're speaking up a lot more, and, and it's working out for us all. Yeah, it's, kind of, it's working to working to our advantage, definitely. Wonderful, wonderful. Now, listen, since you are tuning in late, you may want to listen to a replay of our show, okay? Okay, sure. All righty, then. Yes, I will. So, excuse me. So, with that being said, uh, so there you have it, folks. Tonight, we've learned about our growth here at NSDF Power Radio. Now, remember... Look for us next week, Wednesday night, same time, different channel, different name, NSDF Weekly Wake Up Call on Zoom. Be looking at our Google Plus pages, our Facebook page, and our website for updates on how you can easily attend. This week, I want you to check in with us through our website or social media pages. Let us know your thoughts on tonight's show. Did you learn something new? Did you develop a sense of support, or did you just enjoy a relaxing hour away from the worries of the world? I invite you to follow us on Facebook at facebook.com, NSDF37029, or our Google Plus page that is at National Seizure Disorders Foundation for updates, information, inspiration. And enjoy tonight's recording through our website at nsdf.us during the week. Next week, I encourage you to bring someone, bring your whole family, bring your friends, bring your whole community. Wouldn't that be wonderful if we just totally burned up the phones with people waiting to get in? <laughs> and, oh, please do take notice. Every Monday night, 
Central Standard Time, you can join us for NSDF Power Hour, an hour of live support through Zoom. As you connect with us, we'll add you to the growing list of our favorite people to hang out with Monday nights during Power Hour. Come be a part of a growing movement to bring order to seizure disorders. Share the goodness of NSDF and Power Radio. From now on out, we'll be called, excuse me, we'll be called the Weekly Wake-Up Call. Go ahead and share our goodness. Let others know you care. We're giving you the opportunity to join us in sharing gratitude, and it's easy. Simply share the goodness of NSDF and the Weekly Wake-Up Call with all of your online connections to let everyone know powerful people support National Seizure Disorders Foundation. People like you, the loyal listener. People like Susan, Jason, David, and Lowell, part of the growing leadership of NSDF. People like our sponsors, our partners, our donors, and our members. Share so that others may become aware. Now, if you've enjoyed tonight's show and you wish to be part of keeping us active, please connect with National Seizure Disorders Foundation and let us know that you are ready to give of your time, talent, and treasure. We invite you to come again to National Seizure Disorders Foundation and share yourself, your experience, your need, and your gifts. We welcome you, we accept you, and we love you. Thank you for joining us tonight from the beautiful state of Tennessee. This Thank is you. terrific Tanya Heathcoe speaking for all of NSDF Power Radio staff, guests, and partners, wishing you better health, peace of mind, and the presence of abundant love. Why? Because I can think of no better gift to give. Till next week on the NSDF Weekly Wake-Up Call. Good night, everyone. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye.